Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. thing for her to say recording in progress that's usually that's something that she thing. wouldn't know about until after well no that would be something that Chandler and monica would say and then blame on joey no jo- joey would be like you never record a girl without her permission rookie mistake <laughs> i can't prove it i have it on videotape <laughs> right oh that is one of my favorite episodes okay um, welcome back to the sip list. This is the podcast where we drink wine or stuff and count down our top five favorites of all the things. And in case you haven't noticed, I'm joined by my plobster, Tasty B. What up? What up? And I'm so happy that you almost said the podcast where we eat stale popcorn and drink watered down soda. <laughs> Don't deny no, it. I'm saving that for tomorrow. I'm, well, I have been no, practicing. But- you almost said it. Yeah. You paused right to make sure that you were going to say the right one. At least I didn't try to say an evening at the movies. <laughs> right? Oh, you know. You've done that before. The problem with having too many podcasts. Oh, poor me. <laughs> well, this will be number two in two days. Tomorrow mm-hmm. will be number three in three days. Yeah. No, actually, this is number three already. I recorded Thursday, I recorded Friday, I'm recording today, and I'm recording tomorrow. So, yeah. Damn. I know. I know. Oh, you're all in, like, high demand and shit. I mean, I guess I'm pretty popular. I don't know. Well, I, know I don't want to be punished for being liked. Yeah, Mass Debaters has been a really fun show to kind of slowly become part of, and I've had a lot of fun with that, so I encourage everyone to go check out I'm freaking excited. Yeah. It's a cool cool show, and they have, so DeAndre and CJ and Dwayne are pretty much always there, Um, and then Cam wasn't there last night, but you've seen her on some of the other ones, so they're pretty Pretty fun. Pretty much every other one. I have a good time. Um, so the next one coming up that I will be on with them is the black movies bracket. And then after that, it will be the nineties movies bracket, which maybe that's the one you're going to come on or I don't know. I think, I think we have to figure it out, but I thought we agreed on horror. Oh, horror. Yeah, that's probably, that's right. So, so, so yeah, I it's beg, a good time. 
borrowed and steeled for that one. <laughs> I'm all like mess commenting on <laughs> the episode last night. I'm like, seriously, if anybody bows out, I want to do it. Pick me, choose me, love me. I wanted him. No, uh, we'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. Even if you have to replace me, but we'll make it happen. But I hope not because I really want to do that one too. <laughs> right. So anyway, we are here to continue the celebration of Tom Hanks' birthday month with our top five favorite Tom Hanks movies. So on an evening at the movies, we've already covered Dragnet, The Burbs, and Big. And tomorrow we will be doing Forrest Gump. Um, so and look out for that wrap. and tune into those because we've we'll the Forrest up. Gump episode is gonna be good. I think we're gonna have some good discussions. There might be some stuff that comes up too that people may not necessarily want to hear. Hmm. You and I, I have already know. discussed that topic. I will just say on masturbators last night when I brought up Jenny, people had people had some strong opinions. So we'll we'll get to that. Apparently, That's the subject that I'm talking about. People yeah. may or may not agree with no, what I, we have to say tomorrow. Yeah. So, but and then tonight, we wrap up Tom Hanks month with Toy Story. Toy Story. You are a toy. <laughs> that was one of my right? favorite quotes. <laughs> he's just so funny. He's just like, why doesn't this dude get it? How does he not understand that he's not real? He's just so frustrated. <laughs> because it's Tim uh, Allen. Yeah. So, <coughs> sorry, mm. excuse me. Uh, uh, what are you sipping on today, KCB? Caffeine. Pepsi, nice. I am changing it up a little, and I am having um, some truly hard seltzers. I will say, so I got the margarita mix. So they have a, a pack that's all margarita flavors. So there's traditional, there's strawberry hibiscus, which is what I'm drinking now. There's a mango one and like some kind of berry elderflower one. I like them, but I think Trulies are a little too sweet for me. I think I prefer Topo Chico and Sonic because they're not as sweet. So Oops. it's good though. This strawberry hibiscus is good, but it's it's sweet. Silencio por favor. I forgot to silence my phone. Oh, I thought you were telling me to silencio por favor. No, no, no. I was like, excuse me? I know better than to freaking tell you, Silencio, por favor. <laughs> I was like, uh, sir? <laughs> so yeah, anyway. Yeah, I already I already silencioed my phone. Um, all right. Well, let's do some sip libs so that we can dive into this list because I'm excited. I, I hope you picked out something good. Well, I couldn't really find anything directly related to a Tom Hanks movie, but... This one is called First Day, and it's about a first day at work. So I thought in honor of Big, we could do this one. Okay. So first first day at work when you're, you know, a, a 13-year-old 13 working year old. at a, a multi-million dollar toy company. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm going to let you go first with a noun. Mm. Cock. Okay. 
Whoa. An institution. Uh, the University Oklahoma. of Oklahoma. Okay, a number. 69, dude. I knew it. Okay, the next one's an adjective, so let me fill that in. Okay, an occupation. Let's say toy tester. Let's say sex toy tester. <laughs> okay. <laughs> An insulting name. Okay, this is not going to be my actual answer, but I have to do it. I have to do this. Okay. Oklahoma City Thunder fam. Fuck you. <laughs> This one has some good different ones that we've never had before. Okay. So I know that one, the insulting name kind of threw me off. Yeah. Um, damn. Butthole. Um, <laughs> man whore. Man whore. Female celebrity. I'm going to say Meg Ryan. Okay, an adjective. Endowed. Like well endowed or just endowed? Endowed. Okay. Either way. An occupation. Sex worker. A famous disliked celebrity. <laughs> Please tell me. Amber okay, Heard. thank you. I was like, it has to be. Okay, an adjective. I am going to say feisty. I mean, realistically, any sippers and dozens listening to this episode, if you did not know that that was coming for disliked <laughs> celebrity. For and real. You're listening to the wrong podcast. Um, adverb. Sneakily. Adjective for me. I'm gonna say juicy. <laughs> Plural noun. Losers. Oh man, the, you get this last one in a second, and I'm super pissed about it because this is a good one, but it's going to take you a minute. In the meantime, I've got another occupation, plural. How? Defenestrator. <laughs> I'm going to say. We couldn't get that lucky for the defenestrator to work twice in a row. Right. I'm going to say flight attendants. All right. Last one. Famous movie quote. You better make it a Tom Hanks one. Or you don't have to. No, I will. That's exactly I have one in mind. mind going. Please don't say you're not a toy. No, I had a different one in mind. 
Because there's so many good ones, though. I know. I mean, you can go with the cookie cutter. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Is that what you want? No. Okay. I, I don't want to go cookie cutter. I mean, you could go with the always funny, there's no crying in baseball. That's the one I was thinking of. Go with that one. Okay. That was my first instinct, but I was trying to think. Yeah. If no, there was something you. else that would be better. I mean, okay. it probably is. I mean, shit, look at the whole freaking movie, Dragnet movie. Right. <laughs> Don't forget your goat leggings. But that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we could have still used that, though, but it's okay. All right. So, first day. Oh, it's like a letter. Okay. Dear Cock, today was my first day at the University of Oklahoma. It was so horrible. I only met 69 people, and very few of them seemed to strike up any interest. A certifiably fuckable sex toy tester (laughs) called me a man whore. And then this girl named Meg Ryan laughed at my endowed outfit. I can't believe what happened today. Anyway, I did enjoy some of it. I met this one sex worker named Amber Heard. (laughs) That's not an inaccurate statement. (laughs) Nope. This, This person was super feisty. I think we'll sneakily become juicy losers. (laughs) Maybe tomorrow will be better. After all, it was only the first day. Well, I think I will leave you with one of my... Wait. I think I will leave you with what one of my flight attendants said to me. There's no crying in baseball. (laughs) That was pretty good. That was a good one. That was cute. (laughs) A certifiably fuckable sex toy tester. (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. Okay. I liked that. The Simplest is a proud member of the Nerd House Entertainment Network. There are many shows there to enjoy. Go check out Moral Combat, where they argue and the audience votes about all kinds of things. Flops, where they discuss laws that make no effing sense. Tangents with Spencer Sellins, where, you guessed it, they go off on tangents. And Mid-Tier Entertainment with Rook and Wild 7, playing games and just doing fun stuff. You can. All right. So, <coughs> damn it, I'm sorry. Top five Tom Hanks movies. This was tough. Not gonna lie. His uh his career has spanned a lot of different 40 years genres. And I mean, I think the only thing I've never seen him in is a horror movie. Um yeah, because I wouldn't consider my number one a horror movie. No, or another one that's on the list, which is more sometimes considered a horror movie, but not really. Um, and honestly, there's a lot of Tom Hanks movies that I haven't seen, like some of his newer movies. Like I realized looking at the list, like a beautiful mm-hmm. day in the neighborhood. I still haven't seen it. Captain Phillips. I still haven't seen it. I've so seen I know a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It isn't necessarily, I went in thinking it was one thing and it totally isn't, but mm. he still, masterfully blurs the line between Tom Hanks and Fred Rogers. Yeah. I mean, it it can be very, very difficult to tell that they're not the same person. I mean, I feel like I have some homework to do. All these movies were movies I had heard of. I mean, there's several more. Like I, I know I haven't seen Larry crown. Um, I haven't seen the terminal. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know if any of these are on your list, but I didn't think they were, but even if, yeah, but it's just still, he has a lot of movies that I actually haven't seen. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to lie. My top five, pretty much all of them are from, well, never mind. I'm not going to say because it'll ruin it, but they are not his newer work. So, yeah. Same. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Just no, it's just I realize there's a lot of movies of his I haven't seen, and of course I haven't seen Elvis yet, which I really want to, and I'm kind of mm. bummed that I haven't because I heard it was excellent. Um, and from what I've seen of Tom Hanks in the movie, you know, that wasn't that the movie that they were filming when he and Rita got COVID? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember. I know they were, they got COVID and got lit, stuck in lockdown in yeah. Australia. Yeah, I do remember that. That is probably the movie they were filming. Yeah. Okay, so I know that we're going to have an, a lot of overlap, at least in honorable mentions. Um, but how many of the top five do you think we're going to have in common? I'll go safe bet. Uh, mm-hmm. I think two would be the safest bet, but I'll go ahead and go three. Okay. I think two. Maybe three, but I think two is... I don't know. It's kind of hard because some of these movies we've already talked about, but then some of them mm-hmm. we haven't, so it's kind of like, you know... So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm All not, right. I could give a semi-spoiler for mine and no don't yeah no i'm not going to because if i say the number of how many of them have been covered on then you're gonna know pretty much what my list is all right so will you go first what's your number five as you have cheese in your mouth (laughs) mm -hmm. Eating and talking on the computer at the same time. That's cool. Cardinal sin. Um, People do not come to this podcast for the sound quality. You do you. <laughs> no. True. Um, my number five is something that has not been covered on an evening at the movies. Okay. And actually didn't even get consideration to be included in Tom Hanks' birthday bash 2022. Really? It is because you didn't want to do it or because nobody voted for it. Nobody voted for it. Okay. I would have done this movie in a freaking heartbeat. I love this movie so much. I have a feeling it's the same as my number five. Let's see. Um, so I didn't bother looking up what year this movie came out, but it's semi early eighties. Oh, okay. At, no. <laughs> um, it is co-starred with Shelley Long and obviously oh. Tom Hanks himself. Yes. And it is The Money Pit. The Money Pit. Such a good movie. I forgot about it. Oh my god. I totally had forgotten about it until like we finalized everything for this month on an evening at the movies clink. And I was like damn it the money pit didn't even come up well because even like we had 
talked about the reason for doing Tom Hanks birthday bash was to give us a reason to discuss a certain Dan Aykroyd, Tom Hanks comedy. Mm -hmm. And even that didn't, I mean, it got an honorable mention scheduling into the month, but. I can't believe I forgot about this one. I love the money pit movie is so funny. How can you go wrong with, a young married couple, Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, looking to buy their first house and all the pitfalls that come with literally, <laughs> literally, like when he falls through the floor, remodeling the house and falling through the floor and everything yeah. that goes with the wiring issues and you know. I would hope that when you buy a house at any point that none of this stuff would ever happen to you, but you know, when you get a fixer upper, that is what happens. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've watched Chip and Joanna and it's like electrical issues, foundation Mm -hmm. issues, plumbing issues. And it's like, Oh Lord. Yeah. There's a reason why you bought the house for $40,000. Exactly. Exactly. And I love Shelley Long. She is just such a good actress. Um, I actually have been rewatching modern family and I caught an episode with her where she's, um, uh, Mitchell and Claire's mom. And it was just like, she's just so funny and people kind of forget about her. I mean, except for like cheers, but her movies are all really great and she's I just love her. She's so quirky and funny and pretty and just oh. she has a lot of talent. And yeah. You know, realist I don't even remember how many years she was, but she really wasn't even on Cheers that long before she left right. the show. So, I will I mean, say Troop Beverly Hills is one of my favorite movies from well, my childhood. It's so good. I mean, so many good yeah, memories. It's a Girl Scout movie, but I still freaking watch it. And it's oh, it's so hilarious. Good. In the wilderness of life, you can never be too prepared. One of my favorite quotes of all time. It's so relatable. <laughs> it is. So, but yeah, I. Okay. Good choice. When it was one of those movies that I love so much that. Yeah. I had to put it in my top five and leave off some of the stuff that's going to come up in my honorable mention because, and I know people are going to be like, well, I already mentioned you and said this, but people are going to be like, how in the hell did you leave off blah, 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 or blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I really love the money. pit. Yeah. I mean, it's about, again, personal favorites. It's not about, what's Tom Hanks's best critically acclaimed movie? Because that's a different list. My number one would not in any way, shape or form be one of his most, you know, critically acclaimed roles, but it's my favorite movie to watch with him in it. So there are no wrong answers here at the SIP list. No, but I mean, yeah, at the same time, it's like some of the stuff I left off and put on my honorable mention though, it's basically because that stuff gets all the credit all the time anyway right. right so it's like why not let some of the lesser known movies get some of the credit and 
Agreed. If people who are listening haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend you go find a copy yes. of it and check it out because so it's good. one of those zany, quirky, early Tom Hanks career mm-hmm. roles that it will make you laugh. Yeah. For sure. And now I want to rewatch it. I may have to do that because I, I cannot believe I forgot about that one. No, the stupid um, thing is, is I've actually got it in one of my DVD notebooks. I just nice. One of those movies that constantly gets overlooked. Yeah, agreed. So, well, my number five I know is going to be on your list. If it's not, I'm going to be not disappointed, but I will be surprised just because we've talked about it enough that I I feel like it's going to be on your list somewhere. Reevaluate our plopster. No. I just, I, I don't see how it's not on your list as much as we've talked about it, but um, this one is from the year 2000 and it is Castaway. Not on your list? Honorable mention. Oh, man. Okay. It's one of those ones that it always gets all the attention. But, but in this case, it kind of should. I mean, he carried oh, yeah. almost an entire movie by himself. Like talking to a that, volleyball. Yeah, that's just something you it, it's very rare that that can be done and that people will actually watch it and watch it more than once. Now I'm not saying Castaway is something I'll watch over and over and over. If it's on, I'll definitely watch it. Um and I definitely like it, but I I just think it deserves so much credit just for his ability to carry that entire movie with only dialogue from him and mm-hmm. and to watch and, and to just to watch him survive in the wilderness with nothing and he's there for like five years like how does anyone yeah. do that without going insane again it's a movie it's, it's not reality well, I mean, but still kind of sort of does but i mean not like psychotic insane yeah. but, you know he has emotional breakdowns well sure who wouldn't i mean it's just you know it's it's just a really great movie and yes it does get a lot of accolades but i think that it should and i couldn't leave it off just because i think he deserves all the credit in the world for making this movie work so no and i completely get the whole him alone on a desert island as part of making the movie because well he wasn't alone he had the crew but well i get the whole because in junior high and high school i was in theater and i know how important it is when delivering your performance to have cues to feed off of yes it significantly helps you memorize your dialogue well it just makes it flow like and it does it it helps with the flow but you literally for i mean that movie is what two and a half three hours long and a good hour and a half of the movie is him on -hmm. that island and i'm sorry any actor that can make you cry over a volleyball floating away in the ocean like give him all the oscars like come on (laughs) i'm honestly surprised he didn't get nominated for castaway i don't care how many times i see the movie that scene always makes me cry 
Yeah, and then when he comes home and his wife's remarried, and it's like, you can't be mad at her, but also it's like, she's the only reason that he hung on. And it's just, it's just so devastating, like all around, you know? That's what I I like that at the end, we get the little FedEx drop off. Like, you get to see that maybe Mm -hmm. he, his life is going to go on and obviously he's going to be rich. So, (laughs) well, yeah. But see, that's one of the beautiful things I like about this movie is the fact that it very easily could have been he's rescued, comes home, and lives happily ever after. And to a certain extent, yeah, he probably is going to live happily ever after. But then at the same time, probably not in the same way that people watching would have assumed Right. if you're not going into it with an open mind. I mean, obviously, he's not going to get the girl at the end of the movie because she's married and moved on. Not that she wasn't willing. Right. Like, you can't be mad at her. It's not her fault. It was five years. Like, like I love the part in the plane. It's like, we thought you were dead. We had a funeral. And he was like, what'd you use for a body? (laughs) Like, you know, but. I mean, at some point you have to, and you know, you get the hotel scene where he's in this nice fancy hotel and he's sleeping on the floor with his little compass. Because instead that's of in the what bed. he did Be- for five years. What he's used to. And the thing that pisses me off the most about this movie is that reception for him. And it's all fucking seafood. Who was in charge of that? Get the man a steak for God's sakes. all he's lived off of is fish and it's all seafood like i want to punch somebody in the face (laughs) completely mind-numbingly rude of whoever planned that party (laughs) because you knew good and hell well he was on a deserted island in the middle of nowhere okay maybe he might have had boar at some point so okay Maybe. maybe an occasional pork chop but 99.9% of what he ate for five freaking years was seafood. Yeah, that just, it made Don't me so mad. <laughs> freaking slap him in the face with that. Come on, people. Ugh. Have some good anyway, I It's a good movie. I almost didn't put it in my top five, but I just feel like it's such an anomaly, like as far as a movie goes, that I had to include it because it's, it, that's not an easy feat to pull off and have it be successful, but you know, it's Tom Hanks. So, yeah, no, Tom Hanks is an icon. All right. Well, what's your number four? My number four is the first movie on my list that we have done on an evening at the movies. And it is the reason why we decided to do Tom Hanks' birthday banana or birthday bash 2022. It is a 1987 comedy starring himself and Danny Aykroyd. <laughs> Don't forget your goat leggings. <laughs> and that would be the comedy Dragnet. Just the facts, ma'am. Such a good movie. It actually, was never ever uttered. Just the facts, ma'am, was never uttered in the original TV show ever. Really, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. 
Okay. I saw it. When I read it when I was doing some of the information for the fun facts. I just never brought it up. So nice. Dragnet is. I'm not going to go Fantastic. too in depth because if you want to know our opinions, well, mine and Amanda and Chris's opinions on this movie, you can check out an evening at the movies and our hour and a half long tribute to the wonderment that is Friday and Pep. <laughs> but yeah, it, this movie is freaking hilarious. It's so funny. Even, you know, 35 years later. Oh, Jesus, God, we're old. I know. Don't do it. <laughs> it's like, I laughed my ass off the first four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve, twenty times I watched this movie mm-hmm. before 1990. And still, you know. 30 some odd years later, I'm still laughing my ass off when I, I mean, when I did the rewatch for the other show, it was literally, I started watching and it did funny, yeah, funny, 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 <laughs> laughing my ass off. You know, I was laying in bed watching it on TV and it's like, oh my God, this is still freaking amazingly hilarious. Yes. And it's one of those movies that not a lot of people give him credit for because it's not really a move the needle performance but it's still he's so incredibly funny in this movie yeah he is and and i think it's kind of got like a bit of a cult following but it just never it was never such a big deal I i think it's slowly starting to pick up more steam as a cult classic yeah, I will definitely uh, contribute to that any way I can because it's amazing. Yeah, and I've talked to a few people since we recorded that episode a couple weeks ago. That is like, I've never even heard of that movie before. I'm like, dude, seriously. Check it out. Walmart has a three-pack of Tom Hanks movies that has The Burbs, Dragnet, and Money Pit in it. Nice. Three of his most underrated movies of all time. Yeah. Three movies that nobody gives freaking credit to. Agreed. So, well, I did not put Dragnet in my top five. It is an honorable mention. Di- because we'd already discussed it. Yeah, and not just that. It's just, you know, it's a movie that I love, but there's just some that I I love just a little bit more. And then two, I did try to give... Um, like you said, some attention to movies that we haven't talked about yet. So, um, although I will say my number four isn't one that he definitely doesn't get credit for, but it's one we haven't talked about yet. So it's why I put it in here. Um, Dre's number two favorite movie. Who's Dre? Oh, Masturbators. No. Uh, not, no, not, not number four. Okay. I was going to say, I would reevaluate the plobstership for that one. (laughs) That movie is not a number four on any list at all, ever. It is not. I agree. We'll get there. Okay. Number four, 
is, um, so I'm going to say it was big, but I decided to swap it out and not because I don't, I like this movie any better, but it's one that we're, I want to give some attention to and that we will. Um, so my number four is Toy Story. I love, love, love Toy Story. And Tom Hanks is just perfect as Woody. You know, mm-hmm. Toy Story was one of those movies that just, I, you know, it was the first big Pixar deal and it just, it kind of changed. Toy Story anima- is a movie that made Pixar. Yeah, it's, it's, the, Without- it's the thing that kind of changed animation and made it more mm-hmm. relatable to everyone, not just children. And mm-hmm. just such a great movie. No, it is. It's an amazing movie. And I'm glad that the dozens voted for it. Yeah. Because I wouldn't think about that as being, ooh, let's throw Toy Story in there and yeah. honor it as part of Tom Hanks' birthday bash. But, but I think you have to. I mean, he is Woody. <laughs> like, yeah. I. I do not want to see anybody else ever in the history of the world play that role. Right. Just like he's just I don't so like the idea of anybody else playing Buzz Lightyear, Buzz. And Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, not giving my opinion on a certain recently released <laughs> movie from Pixar. And we'll talk about this more tomorrow. So I don't want to go too much into Toy Story, but just to say that for me you know it was it's just so different and unexpected and every kid is always like you know what if my toys are really alive like when I was a little kid I had a million stuffed animals and I always treated them like they were real like I would hug them and talk to them and like place them on the bed yes I'm a loser but I would like legitimately be worried about hurting my stuffed animals feelings so (laughs) I it's it's cool to see like okay what would happen if your toys came to life and it wasn't like child's play like <laughs> right so there's the other movie about toys coming to life that yeah everybody loves and yeah he's just he's amazing as Woody his humor and his just personality is so cool so oh, yeah. I had to throw that one in there he's the perfect person to play Woody agree. All right. Well, we're not doing so great yet. Um, I only have two more that I think you'll have. Well, and because uh, yeah, so we may I only know, have one in common. I already know one of my three you don't have because you already spoiler alerted me. Right. I think we're only going to have one. I don't know. Let's see. What's your number three? Academy Award number one. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Nice. Just such a good I, movie. I couldn't not put the Academy Award movies on my list. Yeah. I mean, the way we've been talking, everybody should kind of sort of assume that the other Academy Award movie is going to be on my list somewhere. Not going to give spoilers yet, but I couldn't not. Yeah, we're going to have it in the same spot. So, yeah. I couldn't not put Philadelphia on there because even like when we discussed Big and how it was kind of the movie that started opening the door to Tom Hanks becoming mm-hmm. 
a whole different kind of actor. Philadelphia more, even more than a league of their own, really got people to open their eyes and legitimately take Tom Hanks as an incredibly serious, talented actor. Yeah. Such a good movie. It's so heartbreaking, but it's so good. Like, well, and it's a subject that, you know, was a very hot button topic when we were growing up as kids because we grew up in the era where HIV and AIDS was rampant. And I'm not saying that it's not now per se, but, but that, late 80s early 90s is when it really started blowing up and oh yeah i mean i, mean, I know exactly where i was the day that magic johnson called the press conference to announce yeah he was retiring from the lakers because i have contracted the hiv virus yeah and then you had the little boy i can't matthew something that died because he got it from a blood transfusion and that was like a big deal because up till then everybody's like oh you only get it if you have homosexual sex well no that's not true but why did a little kid need to die for people to realize that that's not the only way you can get it (sighs) so just it's crazy well and even after the information started being forced out into the world that no you it's not just a homosexual disease right it still took forever for people the masses to accept the fact that it's not a homosexual disease right how many millions of people in this country had to die from it that weren't homosexuals before people started realizing it's not a homosexual yeah disease well especially people overseas in third world countries dying from it like it, it it's not because they're all gay no. and it's not i mean yes it's a sexually transmitted disease but then you realize it's not just that it's transferred through blood so you yeah. know, hospital workers are getting it when a glove gets pricked or, you know, whatever. I mean, even where I used to work, if someone said they had HIV, we had to follow a very strict protocol. Um, and just to be, you know, because, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Philadelphia is so great. And it's on my yeah. long list. It didn't make my top five, but. That's because his list of freaking credits is too long, incredibly yeah. freaking long. That's what she said. <laughs> like 40 well i mean it's a 40 year career where he really hasn't had big gaps in right. time off he's always releasing something yeah and if you guys haven't seen philadelphia definitely check it out denzel's in it too and it's it's a great movie it's dramatic and sad but it is a great movie an amazing movie and his academy award was definitely well oh, deserved yeah. And again, with his ability to just lose a shit ton of weight, the same with Castaway, like he lost a lot of weight for both of those roles, like, and just, I, it bums me out that actors have to do that, either lose weight or gain weight, because that can be bad for your body, like to fluctuate that much, but, you know, especially to lose that much weight, like, you know, to gain weight, a lot of times they'll just, you know, put a fat suit on you, but you can't really make someone skinnier, like, no. So to have to do that for, you know, like Matthew McConaughey and Dallas Buyers Club and just like any, it's just like, man, that has to be so tough. Well, no, because even like, well, and even like the whole thing with Castaway, there's no real way of 
hiding how much weight he had to lose throughout yeah, the different stages of and it was you know beginning of desertion you know a little bit later middle point closer towards you know and there's like four or five different stages of weight loss yeah. that he had to go through to accurately create the proper image that needed to be created for that movie yeah all right well great choice um didn't have it and so we're only going to have one in common which is our number two um my number three have it in the same spot yes my number three is a league of their own i just love this movie so much and I realize that it's not like Tom Hanks isn't like the lead of the movie. It's not really like a Tom Hanks movie as much as it is like a Gina Davis movie, but his character is so just, you know, this downtrodden former baseball player. And now he's got to coach a bunch of girls and he's a drunk and he just has this whole like transformation where he kind of digs himself out of this hole and becomes a good coach and, Oh, no, he was a and, dick in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But yet, and, I the mean, movie there's no along, crying in baseball. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, beat by beat as the movie grows and things start to change, you see him maturing as an adult. Yeah. And becoming a better human being. So, I mean, that takes talent to be able to properly do that and not make it seem hokey and cheesy. Yeah. And it's just a good, like typical Tom Hanks kind of like, he just really digs into the character and he's funny and, you know, endearing at the same time. And I just love that movie so much. So. Yeah. All right. Number two. Do we just want to say it together? Three, two, one. Sure. Forrest Gump. Gump. <laughs> My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. As a little boy, always is it Gump? Mm. I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> so cute. I saw an interview that he did a few years back where they were talking about that, and in a lot of ways, that role was done a lot of the same ways that um, Big was done where the child created most of it and he went off it developed the adult character from what the child did yeah because it's easier and more realistic to go backwards than it is to go to expect a child who especially one that doesn't have a wealth of experience in acting to have to go and imitate the adult imitate the adult yeah no i mean and i we're gonna get into this tomorrow um so everybody yeah, tune into an evening at the movies because we're gonna have a long discussion about this movie but it's just i mean obviously that's one of his most iconic roles everybody knows him from it um i mean he is that character and I just, I can't see anybody else pulling that off with the 
the innocence and the naivete and just the heart that he has. Like, it's just, and you want to believe that there are people like that in the world. I mean, obviously he has, and this is something I want to talk about tomorrow, some kind of developmental, you know, learning issue, um, which I have opinions about, but of course in the movie, they don't ever. Just below the line though. Yeah. Your mama sure does care about your school, son. Things to get him into public school. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it just you get all this history. The soundtrack is great. You know, you you just Forrest is somebody that's so inspiring, and you you look at people who have all this adversity and like they let them bring him down. And for him, he's just like so positive. Well, how many times can he get kicked in the nuts and keep? right going forward i mean so, yeah I, again like you said i really don't want to get too much into it because that's right. gonna take away from tomorrow's episode but yeah Everybody it's an amazing gump, performance so. and if you haven't watched forrest gump yet oh my god you're not a, you're not a freaking american yeah it's, if you have not watched forrest gump please go watch it like stop what you're doing right now don't even finish this episode and go find it and watch it i will even tell you right now you can find it on netflix it is on netflix yes because that's i, I mean i have the dvd but that's, that's where i watched it too, though. how i'm watching it is on my netflix and i will not be sharing my password with any of you so you can watch it because that's against netflix policy now or going yeah. to be but yeah. you know, what go else? find it and go watch it. All right. Well, I know your number one, so go ahead with it. Everybody knows my number one. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's listened to me preach about my top five favorite movies of all time knows that this movie is my number three favorite movie of all time. Behind obviously the crow and Dre from Masturbator's favorite science fiction movie, Star Wars. <laughs> if you don't understand the joke, I highly recommend you go watch the Masturbator's top 80s movie and see how much he talks <laughs> shit about Star Wars for over two hours. <laughs> no. Not fuck Star Wars. Star Wars fucks you. <laughs> anyway. No. Back to my list. My number one favorite Tom Hanks movie of all time is The Green Mile. Yes. Um, it's one of those movies that I think Paul Edgecombe is probably one of his greatest characters that he created mm-hmm. not that he created it from top to bottom well, yeah because it was taken from stephen king's writing but um he gave king's words life and he created a very good character who and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but um, 
you know, there's one particular scene in this movie that I don't care how many times I see it. It rips Breaks my you. heart out. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into it because I don't want to make the hostess ball ugly cry. Thanks. Because <laughs> she will. But I'll just leave you guys with it's one of the last scenes of the movie. And if you haven't seen it, go find a DVD and go spend three hours watching this movie because it's Tom Hanks is amazing in this movie. Bring um, tissues. Mark, yeah, lots of tissues because there <laughs> will be tears. Um, Michael Clark Duncan, it is R.I.P. Yeah, definitely R.I.P. Um, an amazing amazing performance by him as well yeah. and it was one of his first main i believe his first leading role that he had in his career nice if i'm wrong don't crucify me for it but yeah but even most of the secondary characters or secondary actors deliver amazing performances in this movie as well yeah for sure so i mean I, you know i I kind of uh, told you you're quiet can you hear me now I can hear you now okay that was weird stupid uh, stupid computer okay you're on your so laptop I, aren't you yeah, and it's being weird. Um, so I love The Green Mile. I think it's a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. It is one of those movies that I just can't watch over and over because it's so hard to watch. Because emotionally, it's just so traumatic. It's so sad. It's so, like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But for me, as a as a personal favorite of something I would watch over and over, the green mile is one of those. I just can't do it. It's a movie. Everybody should see, but for me, it's just too emotional to watch multiple times. So that's why I didn't include it, but it's definitely an honorable mention. How can it not be an honorable? I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, get it. Not many people dwell on their feelings and emotions as much as I do. Well, I do too, but I try to avoid it. <laughs> Yeah, I full on embrace it. So it is what it is. But you know, still it's a great movie and at least you have it as an honorable mention. Well, and I will say every single movie on my list with the exception of Toy Story is a movie that makes me cry. Every single time I watch it, Castaway every time. A League mm-hmm. of Their Own every time. Forrest Gump every time. And my number one, too. So it's not that I, you know, I can't watch movies that make me cry because all kinds of movies make me cry. But The Green Mile is just Clue super makes heavy. You cry. Huh? Clue makes you cry. It does not. <laughs> it makes so, you cry tears of joy when she talks about <laughs> flames. On the on side, the side of, my, of face. my face. No, A League of Their Own, when the girl gets the telegram that her husband died in the war, I just, oh my god, I break down every time. It's just so, that actress did such an amazing job. 
Oh, okay. No, I can't I mean, talk about it. Yeah, okay. the way she literally snapped <laughs> and broke when he <laughs> hands her the telegram. No. Oh, and Dottie I like thinks to stick it's my be fingers her, then... in my ears when that point comes because I know exactly what how I'm going to react. Yeah, her crying just steals that. Like, okay, I can't. I have to stop. Okay, Woo, I'm going to start crying. You literally can feel her pain coming. Through yes, you can. Her. Like, I don't know whatever happened to her. She hasn't been in any other movies, but that part where she starts crying, you can feel it. it you, It's like her, mm. uh, yeah, you can just, you can feel her pain. It's amazing. Well, and everybody around her at the time, the way that her teammates literally just flock yeah. to her and even how he kind, Tom Hanks kind of sort of peels them off and yeah. shoves them away and he takes her in his arms and hugs Ugh. her until the chaperone gets there. Scene, God, and then you get Dottie crying because you know she was scared it was her husband, and she's crying in relief, but she's also crying in sadness, and it's just like you know, yeah, well, because Dottie was sitting next to her on the right, she thought it was, was... and you thought it was going to be her too, and then it's the other girl because that would be her. I mean, she hasn't heard from him in how long, so you know, yeah, anyway, okay. Well, my number one also makes me cry. Not like a sobbing cry, but there's definitely a few parts that bring tears to my eyes. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Halloween. <laughs> yes, but that's not a Tom Hanks movie. It it's is one of his most iconic roles. 1993's Sleepless in Seattle. How did you yeah. not know that was going to be my number one? I'm a rom-com junkie. And I just that would be the one time that the plobsters don't have everything in freaking common. Yeah. I mean, I'll sit through a rom com, but yeah, I'm not a huge oh I I'm in a rom com kind of mood tonight. I it yeah, no. This movie is just so perfect. Like, first of all, Tom Hanks's wife playing his sister in a movie is just adorable, but that's not the main reason i love it but it's just still cute Isn't um it ironic don't yeah, you think exactly i just you know the idea of and this is before the internet but just imagine you know like how people meet on the internet now that you know basically this woman hears him on a radio show and all these women want to date him and she lives across the country and just randomly decides to write him this letter and it's like as they both say magic like they just you know he's devastated by the death of his wife he's got this son and it's just you know this movie has so many funny moments but it's just it's so romantic and endearing but it's also not just like oh they you know he's like are you crazy she could be a psychopath like he's like didn't you see fatal attraction you wouldn't let me well i saw it and it scared the shit out of me um little boy is adorable and creepy as hell yeah i just i love this movie so much i've seen it a million times i will watch it a million times and that's interesting that we just talked about two movies in a row that have bull bill pullman in them a league of their own and sleepless in seattle i forgot he was in both of those bill pullman's only in like freaking seven and a half minutes of freak not even that no like like, two minutes of a league of their own maybe three but still say I'm just saying. Literally, he shows up and, spoiler alert, 
he shows up after coming home and and he's injured. Yeah, then they leave the house and then you don't see him again until after the girl yeah. choke. Um, I just, you know, the thing about Sleepless in Seattle is that so there are actors that have chemistry together that they try to recreate stuff. So Joe versus the Volcano was actually their first movie together. And they had such good chemistry that they put them in Sleepless in Seattle together. And then that chemistry was so amazing. They did You've Got Mail. And all three of the, like, sometimes they try to throw people into movies together again and it doesn't work. All of those movies work. Their chemistry is yeah. just so perfect. And, and sometimes when they try to recreate that stuff, it doesn't work as well. But for these two, it really, really works. And You've Got Mail is one of my main honorable mentions. <laughs> um. You know, like Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, you know, they did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and then they did um, Fool's Gold. Oh, launch. No, that's Sarah, that's Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, my bad. Um, they did Fool's Gold and they had the same kind of oh, chemistry yeah. too. So, but sometimes it doesn't work. I can't really think of an example, but I, I've seen where sometimes, you know, when you can find two actors that have that kind of chemistry and put them in different stories and they just still kill it. I, I love Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan together. They're just adorable. So, so yeah. The homework for tonight is to find movies that that is the prime example of, and report back to us on an evening at the movies tomorrow. No, just kidding. I have one. It's like right at the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember it. Yeah, I'm sure as soon as we stop recording, probably, literally, the light bulb will literally, literally go on. Hit us up and let us know. But there are plenty of examples where you can't strike gold twice. And with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, you definitely can. And even a third time. So. Yeah, three times. And and Joe versus the Volcano is a really funny movie. It doesn't get a lot of credit, but it's it's one of his way early movies that I still really like. But yeah, Sleepless in Seattle is a classic. Yeah, it is. So. All right. Um, so I said Good you've list. got mail. Um, we my other one. honorable mentions we've really already talked about, um, other than Catch Me If You Can and Apollo 13. Those are my other main honorable mentions. Oh, oh and the one I have to sing. Okay. Well, hold on. A Tell second. me yours Let first. Me do mine. Hold. I got to find my. Uh, honorable mentions big, yeah, saving private Ryan, a league of their own, Apollo 13, the burbs, and probably the most obscure Tom Hanks movie. Well, not necessarily obscure, but I think it's a great movie. And along the lines with Money Pit, Dragnet, and the burbs, it doesn't get nearly enough credit that it deserves. But um, nothing in common with him and Jackie Gleason. Oh, I don't even know that one. Okay. Oh, he, I thought you were going to say Hanks. Splash. <laughs> oh, damn. I, I love forget, Splash. Totally um, no, Tom Hanks plays a career-driven ad exec. And his parents, Jackie Gleason and 
whoever the heck plays his mom are literally going through a divorce separation blah 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 blah, and it's all a matter of his life is falling up tom hanks's character's life is falling apart while he's trying to have all this great success at work and how does he find the balance between that and on top of it he is trying to nurture a, a romantic relationship between himself and Celia Ward. Oh, interesting. It's a good movie. There's actually some fairly recognizable actors in it. If you okay. want to check it out, I've got a copy of it here. I can drop it in a I'll see if I can find it streaming. You um, might not just because it's that obscure. It get that much credit, but yeah. So yeah, so, I had um, Splash, and then um, you're going to sing uh, the Da Vinci Code. Oh damn and, it! I forgot. I love freaking Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Um, and then the one I'm going to sing. You doing that thing you do, oh, breaking my, my heart into a million pieces like you always do. <laughs> That's a good singing, wasn't it? <laughs> I should have known when you said I'm going to sing it. It's like it's the only the musical movie besides Elvis. <laughs> At the point, I'm like. We already did the whole freaking <laughs> big rap, so ooh, we did that on an evening at the movies, Clink. But yeah. It's like, that's not singing, that's rapping. I'm like, what the hell else could it be? <laughs> and then That thing you do. It, I love that movie. I haven't seen that movie in so freaking long. I haven't seen it in a while, but I do really, really like it. It's a great movie. Cause we could be happy, can't you see? Sorry, I've been singing it. So somehow I was in the car, we were on our way home, and I asked George what's his favorite Tom Hanks movie. And he couldn't really think of one. So I started going through the list on IMDb, and I was like, and I saw that thing you do. And since then, the song has been stuck in my head. Mm. <laughs> so catchy. You guys are welcome. Yeah, because now that rest of the night, that thing you do is going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> It is a freaking earworm. Like, for real. Well, I mean, it's basically about a singing group that is a one-hit wonder. and The Oneaters. Well, yeah. <laughs> the Wonders, but yeah. <clears throat> but I think that's the beauty of being a one-hit wonder, though, is normally your one hit is one of those songs that... You cannot know, get out of your head. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this was a good list. We only had one in common. I'm a little surprised, but I'm not mad about it. No, it um, just means that we covered more movies that deserve to be covered. And again, there's so many of his movies I haven't seen of his newer movies. Like, I've heard how amazing Captain Phillips is. I still haven't watched it. Although, George and I say at least once a week, look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> 
Um, well, but yeah, just like, you know, he has, I he has watch a huge Sully, catalog. But I still haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. So, you know. All right. Well, tomorrow we've got uh, Forrest Gump, and then next I week Toy Story. And then on to my light month as I get ready for vacation. Whoop, whoop. And the we'll fact be in hundredth episode mode by September. Yeah, I've got to do my total up my episodes and make sure I'm going to be able. Well, well, because well, no, we even talked about it. It's like if it's not ready to be 100 by that time, then we just. Put a we just hold on to it for a couple of weeks until yeah. we're both at that point. We're both knocking on the door to 100. I mean, what I have recorded already, I've got counting this one, five episodes waiting to be put out. So I've got a decent backlog of episodes in the can. I just got to get them out there. So yeah, to keep no, going I, the way I'm going, we should be close. Yeah, and I think I'm right at high 80s very low 90s so oh yeah so you're super close uh, yeah we and we still have um greatest stephen king movie tournament Mm -hmm. coming up so i'm excited for that as well i'm at 78 i believe so we might have to do some work or hold on to the 100th episode we may have to hold on to it but well, yeah, 20 episodes in two months. That's, that's rough. almost too much for even Case to be. We'll figure it out, though. And we know how Case to be was at points last year where, <laughs> you know, three, four episodes a freaking week. Yeah, that's. Well, I feel like I'm recording three or four episodes a week. They're just not all my show. So. You know, it's it's an evening at the movies, and then the other shows I've been guesting on, I've been having so much fun with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it's not all my show, it's like okay. I mean, I've recorded every single night this week except for Wednesday, which was my anniversary. So. But you were in Facebook jail. I was in Facebook jail. <laughs> <laughs> all because I said I'll cut a bitch. Like, come on. Hey. All these. People can be out there spreading their QAnon conspiracy theory bullshit, but I get put in Facebook jail for saying I'll cut a bitch when it was clearly a joke. No, God, can't you I say would... you're going to cut someone anymore without getting in trouble? <laughs> I went to Facebook jail for 24 hours for telling somebody I was going to punch him in the face. Yeah, but mine wasn't 24 hours. It was three days. But it's Plus, because I had had previous violations. Group activity and all that, too. Yeah. All right. Well, I will uh, be recording with you again tomorrow discussing the gump. Um, The gump. (laughs) To everyone else, have a great night. Have a great whatever day it is because I don't know. Well, actually, this one will have to drop next week because it's Tom Hanks' birthday month. So, yeah, you Um, literally have eight days to get dropped. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Casey. While you're hanging out and watching TV tonight, George would love to hear a director's cut of Tom Hanks. I'm sure he would. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, no, probably not. They're down there watching Stranger Things right now. So 
Because that's what Abby loves. Yes. Poor, poor George. He's so sweet. He, like the other night when I was recording, she was like, George, you want to watch Stranger Things while Mama records? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I really don't want to, but I will because she's hanging out with me. And then today he needs to be doing some work because he's been out. But he's like, should we watch Stranger Things? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's hard when you've been off work for a freaking week to get back into that mindset yeah. of. I got work to do. I got work to do. I got work to do. Well, and he also has to do this um, for his next round of partner interviews has to do this self-assessment where they give you a bunch of questions and it's, it's very difficult. And so he's having, you know, you have to be just right with everything if you want to nail it. So that's what he's been. I'm sure they're probably very anal about. Well, and he said the main problem was that all of the questions are basically redundant, but you have to come up with a different answer and example for each one. So it's like every question is basically the same question, just worded differently, but you have to have that many different examples of what you've done or how you've done things or what you can contribute or blah, blah, blah. So, Well, yeah, there's a lot of questionnaires for like interview processes and whatnot where they do that also to see if they can catch you in lies or giving an answer because you think it's what the interviewees are looking for so i know that um yeah wsu did that to me while i was interviewing to get into the teacher ed program for my bachelor's trying to trip you up yeah well and i kind of sort of appreciate it especially when it comes to teachers because there's so many horrific situations that you hear coast to coast about teachers doing this, teachers doing that and just plain horrible teachers. It's like, okay, maybe there needs to be a better screening process when we're looking for who these people are that are going to educate our little demon spawns. Well, whatever the government doesn't trust teachers to educate our kids, but they want them to carry guns. Like we don't trust you to teach actual history, but we want you to carry a gun. Fuck the fuck the government. Teachers do not get paid enough to deal with all this bullshit. No, they don't. But that's another discussion. Anyway, signing off now before I start getting fired up. Um, everyone and have a great night. Thanks, KCB. You're welcome. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Peace. Peace. Peace.